Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck Thompson, a guest host, I guess. Yeah. With me, as always, the fearless leader of Good Morning Liberty at night, Good Morning Liberty in the morning, and mm-hmm. Good Afternoon Midday Liberty. It's, it's still morning right now, where we are, kind of. Nathaniel Paul. Thurston. We're only we're starting this episode fifty two minutes in from when I uh, joined the live group this morning. So yeah. we've been talking That's about all kinds of stuff. One of the perks about being in the live group. It is one of the perks. You get to hear more. Yeah, if you thought that there were personal stories on the show, <laughs> just wait until you join the Fed Haters Club. Yeah. Because that's where the real, the the big personal stories come that's out. Where the real hate is. Charlie's been gone for, uh, well, you missed... Um, a couple years now. Yeah. You missed eight episodes mm. uh, while you were gone. You've been gone for like 10 days or so, something like that. I Since think I you've did, been gone. I think I did seven episodes while you were gone. And uh, could just you, stockpiling my list of solo episodes, you know. Could you breathe for the first time? I could, yeah. That's nice. Mm-hmm. How's your uh, breath now? You just got back from the Bahamas mm-hmm. late last night. You got mm-hmm. back and uh, you had a, a good time. Yes. See, it, the reason I was late for the show, I'm still on island time. There you go. I got to tell you, they don't, that's not a joke. <laughs> These people are not in a hurry about anything. No. And I've experienced that everywhere I've been in the Caribbean. This, yes. For some reason, when you go to the islands, there is a thing called island time mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. no one is in a hurry well, for so they, anything. They don't wear a watch. No. Or anything, you know. No, they don't need so one. So they don't need they don't need one. Okay. Island time is a real thing. They just look at the tide. They're just and it tells them. They just go on about their day and you ask for something and it does not it does not happen promptly. Did you catch any political news while you were gone? A little bit. Yeah. I read Twitter or X a few times. Did you see anything consequential that happened? Like where you're like, wow, the world is a place. Not really. Yeah. No, it, honestly, it was pretty dry it's, while you were gone. Yeah. I had to make so much stuff up the whole time. There wasn't much. Because nothing really big happened. Today's actually been like the biggest news day that I cared about. And see, that's uh, so why far. I vacationed when I vacationed. And you came right Because back. I knew. Yeah, you knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could foresee that it would be light mm-hmm. while I was gone. It was light. <laughs> it was super light while you were gone. Even Dumb Leap of the Week felt... Less dumb than usual. Mm. I don't. Everyone took a break because you were gone. Yeah. So uh, except for me, uh, but anyway, we got at, at least one big topic that we can still. You went talk on about today. like five vacations this year. Okay, oh, I, know. I know. All yeah, right, that's fine. Did you do a lot of episodes during that time? All of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not a great analogy. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's go through this uh, main topic of the day, and I want to back up to yesterday. I don't know why I felt some kind of hope that this was going to be prevented from happening, but this is the saga that's been taking place because of the uh, the FISA re-up that was happening. Of course, they tucked it into the defense bill that must get passed or you hate the troops. Mm. And uh, the Senate, uh, Rand Paul, Mike Lee, they were trying to stop this thing from going through. They tried to get some people together uh, to to stop this reauthorization, this extension uh, of the uh, FISA 702, uh, Rand Paul failed to strip the reauthorization of the government's chief surveillance power from the annual Pentagon policy spending bill Wednesday night 
as a bipartisan group of lawmakers fell six votes short. They only need 41 to get it removed from the NDAA. They got 35 votes. Mm. Uh, Mike Lee, Utah Republican, Ron Wyden, Oregon Democrat, attempted to whip enough votes to persuade the 41 lawmakers needed to remove from the must-pass NDAA a four-month extension of the spy power. It's not really a four-month extension. They can game this actually into about a 16th month extension because of this extension they just did. But uh, what Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act gives the federal government the power to spy on foreigners abroad and is scheduled to expire at the end of the year. By the way, why would you not listen to Ron Wyden? I don't know. The dude is like the leader of the Intelligence Committee. <laughs> <laughs> and he's... He's trying to tell you something here. Yeah. Uh, the problem is uh, there's enough people that have put enough money in the right hands and they've done enough fear mongering because we're going to have like a, if this, ex if this expired on December 31st, you're talking probably a terrorist attack, probably on January 6th to commemorate the day, mm -hmm. like immediately afterwards. And all the roads will stop working here too. Roads, schools, just like in Argentina. Yeah. Yeah. Just like mm -hmm. that. Mr. Lee planned the proposed legislation that would have forced a separate debate on extending FISA and its Section 702 spy powers rather than combining it with the NDAA. You see, they like to do this where they combine it with something that, well, you can't not pass the Pentagon budget. You know, you have to do that. And so they stick it in there and you need to get, but if you separate it, see, that will expose the fact that it probably wouldn't pass the way it is right now. But when you just tuck it nicely into the NDAA, well, no problem. We don't really have to change anything. Right. National security hawks cite the need to fend off global terrorist threats, saying that should uh, take precedence. Quote, governments never like anything that makes it more difficult to do what they want to do, Mr. Lee said on the Senate floor. But our law enforcement agencies do it all the time. They do it because they have to, because it's the law. While Section 702 of FISA authorizes U.S. spy agencies to intercept communications of foreigners abroad, Americans can become ensnared in the surveillance when communicating with foreigners. The FBI and U.S. intelligence agencies also have searched the collected data for information about Americans. Uh, they pointed out, Rand Paul pointed out that they've known about this for five years. It was going to expire at the end of the year. They've known that. And yet they just wanted to punt it with a hope that they'll never have to debate it. They acted like it just kind of snuck up on them. Yeah. You know, they didn't. It was being coy, you know. It was. They it came out attention. of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> came out of nowhere. Exactly. Expiration. No, no one knew. saw it coming. They had a couple reform bills where they were actually going to. Uh, we had a guy. Uh, we had a guy on the show from. Uh, I think. It, I think he works for Americans for Prosperity, and uh, he was talking about some of the reforms they were looking at. And we were actually pretty hopeful that these reforms were going to go through, where they were going to require an actual warrant each time that they went through this. And we talked about it on the show as if that's what was actually going to happen that they were going to require an actual warrant mm. each time that they did this, as if that was going to happen. See, that's the dangerous thing about hope. I know. Nate. I know. And I did, but I did say on the episode, I should have brought the clip where I was like, I feel like somehow they're just going to screw us over on this thing and they're actually going to have more powers than they did beforehand. Mm. And that's actually what happened. They actually ended up expanding this. So we'll, we'll talk about talk about that. Mike Johnson withdrew two pieces of competing legislation from the House Judiciary and Intelligence Committees to overhaul Section 702 after members of both panels could not agree on one bill. So they just were like, okay, we'll just keep it the way it is. The current version of FISA was attached to the Senate's NDAA bill as a short-term extension until April 19th, but they're going to keep it going from that point too. 
uh, House is expected to vote Thursday. So Thomas Massey, go ahead, Charlie. He comes out, uh, this was this morning, and he said... On X, yeah, he said, Today Congress will vote to reauthorize, with no reforms, the FISA 702 surveillance program that has been used illegally to invade Americans' privacy hundreds of thousands of times, probably millions. <laughs> If one-third of the House votes against this, we can stop it. I will post the roll call after the vote. Uh, this one is from uh, Elizabeth Gottine, I think is how you say her name. Uh, they've actually got this expansion buried in this, and I think the version that went through has this expansion in it. I'm pretty sure, but I will say that that's not entirely confirmed because I don't know if this is in one of the reform bills and they actually just passed the current version. But the way everyone was talking about it, it included this expansion of their powers as well. Um, she said, red alert. Bar she put, should have put the little light, like the little red alert. Yeah, because now we don't know there. if it's real or not. Yeah. Buried in the house. Maybe she's afraid of probably, fire probably could have stopped it from going. She doesn't want to get in trouble, mm -hmm. you know doesn't need to open any doors. Buried in the House Intelligence Committee's Section 702 reform bill, which is scheduled for a floor vote as soon as tomorrow, is the biggest expansion of surveillance inside the United States since the Patriot Act. And she went on a big, uh, long thing about this. sliced bread. So, yes, which is the Patriot Act, which mm -hmm. is sliced bread. Uh, this is the article that um, she was pointing to. House Intelligence Committee Pfizer reform bill would greatly expand the class of businesses and other entities required to assist in FISA 702 surveillance. And so they talk about this um, FISA Reform and Reauthorization Act of 2023, which would reauthorize 702 of the FISA 702. The full House is expected to vote on this bill next Tuesday. Like other competing reauthorization bills that have been introduced, the FRRA would impose new restrictions on the government's access to use information about U.S. persons that has been incidentally acquired pursuant to FISA 702. Uh, although... Oh, incidentally acquired. Mm -hmm, they didn't mean Oops. to. Yeah. Oops. Um, although this is a reform bill, it contains one notable provision that would significantly expand the government's authority under FISA 702 by broadening the definition of electronic communication service providers whom the government may compel to assist in FISA 702 surveillance. The statutory definition currently covers a telecommunications carrier, a provider of electronic communication service or a remote computing service as defined uh, in the Electronic Communications Privacy Act. Uh, number three is any other communication service provider who has access to wire or electronic communications, either as such communications are transmitted or as such communications are stored, Number four, an officer, employer, agent by, of any such entity. Uh, Section 504 would broaden the catch-all definition in that number three, any communication service who has access to all that. Any service provider has access to wire electronic communications, either as such communications are transmitted or as such communications are stored, or equipment that is being or may be used to transmit or store such communications. That's how they're trying to broaden this. Uh, so they're going to widen that definition. Oh, What's the, up? Sorry, I'll go well, back. No, it's right there the custodian. So that's, that's an interesting one too, that it would expand the definition to include not only an officer, employee, or agent of these electronic communications, uh, but also any custodian of such an entity. Meaning like if you use Amazon as your data warehouse, let's say, and mm -hmm. you don't want to give it up, then they can require Amazon be like, well, Amazon, they're the custodian of your data. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So they so can require them to do it. It actually widens out the people that they can require to provide this mm -hmm. information. Uh, they say these changes would vastly widen the scope of businesses, entities, and their affiliates who are eligible to be compelled to assist in the surveillance by including any service provider rather than other communication service provider that has access, not just the communications, but also the equipment that is being or may be used to transmit, store those communications. The expanded definition would appear to cover data centers. Mm -hmm. There you go. Um, Co-location providers, business landlords, shared workspaces, or even hotels where guests connect to the internet. And the addition of the term custodian above could be understood to sweep in any third party involved in providing equipment, storage, or even cleaning services to such entities. Jesus. So like they, they <laughs> could go to anyone who is involved in any way, shape or form with the wiring servers, uh, modems, anything that carries this data. They can, they can come after you for surveillance. Well, we noticed you shopped at Walmart. So we're going <laughs> to yeah. pull Walmart into this. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Snowden has been talking about this a lot. He's been trying to push people. Is he still to, in Russia? Yeah. What's this guy doing now? Uh, he's a Russian spy. Mm. You know, he says, uh, oh, this is what happened today. Congress had vote has voted to pass the NDAA in which they deceitfully concealed an extension of the warrantless spying program universally opposed by the public. Last year, the FBI exploited 702 to spy on Americans, protesters, donors, and even Congress more than 200,000 times. They even spied on a presidential campaign. <laughs> yeah. And those people still want to pass this. They yeah. still want the power because they still think that they're going to be the ones in control of it, I guess. I don't, I don't know what the deal... I don't, know how, I don't know how you can be a Trump supporter and support the FISA court after the whole Russia collusion hoax that was perpetrated started with these FISA warrants or... Well, well this is you know what I mean. This is the thing. Once you let the Pandora's box open, you can't mm -hmm. get put Pandora back in there. You can't do it. It's too dangerous. Pandora the Explorer's out. <laughs> That's you what know? they call her, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, how do you get her back in? You, you can't. can't. You can't do it. No. Mm -mm. Good, like <laughs> it's not scientifically possible. Imagine if you had access to like, I don't know, whatever it is, you search anything you wanted, and all of a sudden you're like, No, you can't have that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, want to do that. Yeah. You know, what's the best thing that's ever happened in your life, Nate? I don't, I don't know. I can't name anything. Well, whatever it is. Imagine if someone was like, if they voted to be like, you can't have that anymore. That's not good. <laughs> You'd be I like, what? I wouldn't want to give that away. What are we going to do now? <laughs> uh, what interesting here, more Democrats voted to pass the annual, annual Pentagon policy bill than Republicans. What happened? Not lost in this, by the way, is the fact that this is an $886 billion Pentagon budget that they just passed. $886 billion mm. right now. Democrats, 163, yay, 45, nay. Republicans, 147, yay. 73 nay so 310 to 118 that's uh yeah more democrats going for this pentagon bill the the huapo has a story their house passes defense policy bill void of most gop culture war demands i guess they had a lot of random anti-woke stuff in the bill you know and uh they didn't pass it with all that if you want to do some of this i'll do some of this because we're going to talk a little bit about the uh the yeah. actual pentagon budget here 
The $886 billion NDAA, which infuriated hardline conservatives for its omission of their most conservative cultural provisions, was approved by a vote of 310 to 118. The bill passed the Senate on Wednesday night and will now proceed to President Biden to be signed into law. They're, they're not expecting a veto, I don't think. I don't think so. 3,000-plus page legislation, a product of months of negotiation, directs how federal dollars... 3,000 pages. Mm-hmm. I read it last night. Yeah. That's a lot. It directs how federal dollars can be spent on defense-related programs. Uh, it authorizes expanded military partnerships in the Indo-Pacific and in Europe, ongoing efforts aimed at countering China and Russia, and structural updates at bases and barracks. The legislation includes a pay raise for service members. See, you can't vote against that mm -hmm. now. Oh. Yeah. You have that support your troops bumper sticker? Yeah, you can't support the troops and vote against this at all. The procurement of new weapons, need that, and missile defense systems and numerous other national security imperatives. Uh, well, um, let's see, Costco was making the point here in the group. I pulled up a little article uh, about this uh, real quick. Pentagon fails its sixth straight audit. <laughs> Of trillions, and we're just gonna we're just gonna give them another eight hundred and eighty six billion dollars. Yeah. That's the problem; they don't have enough money to keep track. That's the, they can't pay the people to watch them to watch mm. the money. That's the issue. The Pentagon has once again failed to pass its annual audit, marking the sixth consecutive year of a failed audit. The repeated lack of a clean audit results result highlights the complexity and vast scope of the Department of Defense's financial operations, encompassing three point eight trillion dollars in assets and four trillion in liabilities spread across all fifty states and over 4,500 global sites. Quote, auditing the department's $3.8 trillion in assets and $4 trillion in liabilities is a massive undertaking. Michael McCord, the DOD Undersecretary of Defense and Chief Financial Officer, this guy still has a job. Mm -hmm. Can't pass an audit, still has a job. Said in the Pentagon press release, but the improvements and changes we're making every day as a result of these audits positively affect every soldier, sailor, airman, marine, guardian, and our wallets. Is that the Space Force and Guardian? DOD civilian. I don't know. National Guard, maybe Coast Guard, mm. something like that. I don't know. What about the space guys? Oh, uh, they don't count. They don't count. Uh, until they make the space, I don't care. Mm. Despite the ongoing challenges, the Pentagon claims it has been able to make notable improvements since it started self-auditing in 2018. Self-auditing, <laughs> that's a that's a thing. Mm. Following a congressional mandate in 1990. I know it doesn't feel like it, Nate, <laughs> but we're making progress, okay? <laughs> They're making progress. It started self-auditing in 2018 following a congressional mandate in 1990. The audits, res the audits results show a pattern of incremental change, though significant hurdles remain. <laughs> how, how is it? It says out of the nearly 30 sub-audits conducted this year, only seven received a clean audit score mirroring last year's outcome. But How is that any better? But they're making progress somehow. <laughs> I don't know where the progress is, but it's happening. Okay. Um, Pentagon officials, including McCord. Wait, sorry, what I missed. You missed that part. One was rated qualified, one level below clean. While three are still under review, the remaining 18 were graded as audit failures. You got to give them more money. That's what I heard. Hmm. They need more money. How about that? <sighs> Okay, there's just a little sidebar there for the for the Pentagon that we're uh, giving all this money to. Mm. All right, and also this NDAA they passed, it extends the Ukraine Security Assistance Initiative 
the vehicle through which the Biden administration has helped support Ukraine's ongoing war with Russia through fiscal year 2027. I don't even think Ukraine's going to be a country in that year. How are they going to do that? <sighs> Can we do it at least TBD? I don't know. The inclusion in the compromise bill of a provision to temporarily reauthorize a controversial warrantless surveillance program known as Section 702 of the FISA drew a number of last-minute attempts by conservatives as well as liberal privacy advocates to rally opposite. <laughs> I like how they're just by conservatives and then liberal privacy advocates. Yeah. We want to make sure yeah. that these liberal folks, yeah, <laughs> they're the good people. To rally opposition to the NDAA, Roy called this inclusion a terrible disservice to the country. Critics say 702, uh, which is set to expire at the end of the, uh, of the year and allows government to eavesdrop on foreigners' electronic communications abroad, intrudes on Americans' privacy when they happen to be party to such communications. The government argues that allowing the bill to lapse would be severely detrimental to national security. Mm -hmm. You know, like, just like all the guns they stopped at the airport. Yeah. TSA, you know. Very important They're stuff. really good at this stuff. Well, we'd probably have a civil war if they weren't able to keep doing this. Uh -huh. We saw that preview. I know. It's, that's coming. it's why, coming. That's why you got to vote it's for coming. it. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. The provision attached uh, would reauthorize 702, which they did. Uh, 702 needs to be reformed. There's no question about that, said Smith, but nobody wants it to be completely... Nobody wants it to completely go away. Without the temporary provisions in the NDAA, it completely goes away on January one, of course, they don't want it to go away. Yeah, that's a lie, by the way. They can still do it for a year. They have a year to wrap stuff yeah. up afterwards. So it's not as they if on love, January 1, they have to stop immediately. They love intercepting <laughs> your nudes. <laughs> they need those nudes. <laughs> that's what they need. Send nudes. Yeah. That's, a good, that's a tweet from the NSA. Uh-huh. Oh, by the way, uh, we've got a T-shirt, and it says the answer to the 1984 is 1776. And if you go on our website, you go to godhatesfeds.com, you can get the shirt or you can get the hoodie or you can get the mug with the 1984 logo on it for 20% off for the next two days. And the promo code is FISA702, just so you know. Hmm, there made we go. That, made that this morning. Representative Jim Hines from uh, Connecticut, he's the ranking Democrat member on the House Intelligence. He uh, participated in some fear-mongering by saying that if we let this expire, Americans and allies will die. <laughs> he knows the future. <sighs> this guy knows. So anyway, not to be hyperbolic or anything, but if we don't sign this today, people will die immediately. I mean, he, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. There's worked. no reason we could let it, you know, let it slide for a year because they can still keep doing it. They got a year to wrap stuff up and we could come up with a nice reform bill or just vote separately to reauthorize it without it being attached to this in an entire other year that's about to happen before yeah. they actually have to stop doing stuff. And how does Jim Hines know this? Well, he worked mm -hmm. hand in hand with Jack Bauer. <laughs> he knows. 24. He knows. And if, you know, he knew if Jack couldn't get that information, that that mm -hmm. terrorist was going to win. And the more I, I, lo I love that show, by the way, we used to watch that, <laughs> that a, good show. a lot. It was a fun it's show. Very addicting show. Now they were good at those cliffhangers. I wasn't super political at the time that we were watching that show. Now, if I went back and watched it, I'd probably be like, ah, oh, Jack. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, you're violating so many people's rights right now. Exactly. How are you making it through L.A. traffic in the span of a commercial break, man? It's not possible. How'd you get from here to there and it didn't take you two episodes? I watched it on there? Netflix with no commercial breaks and that became very addicting. Mm, okay. Yeah. 
Um, I wanted to, uh, we're going to kind of wrap this up because we do have other stuff we could talk about, but we are, you know, technically an hour and 15 minutes in right now. I am at least. Mm. And I have to pee again really bad mm. somehow. I think it's because of the Dr. Pepper Zeros. Yeah. Which I, like didn't an get, all American. I didn't get any the whole time you were gone. I brought them today for your return. Thank you. So there you go. You feel like an All-American? Now, I wanted to talk about this idea for a second. Uh, Mike Lee was responding to someone who was commenting on his page. And uh, he says the Fourth Amendment require, uh, prescribes requirements for search warrants. He was talking about how uh, they do this without this warrantless surveillance. And someone commented and said, well, they have FISA court warrants where the judges sign off on each one of these things. You know, so don't they actually have warrants each time that they do this spying? And he said the Fourth Amendment prescribes requirements for search warrants. Those requirements aren't met under FISA 702, not even close, not even within the same ballpark. That's fine for spying on foreign adversaries, but not Americans. Okay, a lot of people probably go with that. Maybe I would even go with that. I don't know. But I did have a response to this. And um, I said, one could argue that foreigners have the same inalienable rights that Americans do, given that they are also humans with rights endowed by their creator. All that's different, all that's different is whether the government chooses to recognize those rights. Slippery slope strikes again, meaning that we've been fine, this whole spying apparatus, this whole surveillance state that we have, we're like, oh yeah, totally fine because we should spy on people everywhere around the world, just not Americans. Mm -hmm. Okay, and never and everyone's fine with that. Then we're like, okay, well, if the foreign person is talking to an American, you know, well, then we're inevitably, you know, we're kind of going to be spying on an American at that same time. And then eventually we're like, oh yeah, we're going to spy on Americans. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, not directly, but you have to store all the information, and we'll go back and get that information later. So it's kind of, you know, it's not live spying, but it's like retroactive spying on people. Um, and well, we need to know how many rocks. That Abdul is collecting. Oh, yeah. You get his, too many, it'd be bad. In his cave. Because be, if he gets like over, you know, probably 20 rocks, then he's mm -hmm. obviously going to be slinging those at somebody. He could. Or he could be starting a competing gravel company, uh, like making driveways. And uh, the Pentagon's got a budget for building driveways from different countries, you know. Yeah. And you don't want Abdul to be undercutting the pricing. Exactly. And so you want to watch yeah. that with your drones. Have you ever seen, <laughs> have you seen Shane Gillis stand up? No. No, we gotta go watch him. Mm -hmm. He does this whole bit on how his 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 girlfriend's ex is a Navy SEAL. Oh, you told me about that. Yeah, have you seen yeah. that? Yeah. Oh my god, See Navy SEAL. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was good. And he's like, "That sucks." <clears throat> and I didn't see that one coming. Um, um. Anyway, he talks about how brave Al Qaeda guys are actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how they're they're in their pajamas with flip-flops on those are those are those brave guys yeah that's not, bravery yeah that's courage <laughs> not the guys with night vision sneaking up on people so it's anyway not, that's what i mean we have to we have to make sure those guys aren't sure. they're not stockpiling their rocks and if we see them climb on monkey bars again i mean you don't want to do oh yeah those then videos it's on those videos are terrifying that's, yeah I can't by the way those, those are the terrorists we're fighting by the yeah. way that's all that monkey bars how many i want to know how many terrorist attacks the United States is actually thwarted. One? Are you talking ones that they made up themselves? Or no, I'm actual talking like actual attacks? ones. I, you know, uh, Rand you know talked the, about this. It's not a lot. You know how good the government is at this? Like, I mentioned the gun thing. 
You know, they did a study, or I think they do this every year, actually. They try to see, like, how many guns and stuff they can get through airport security. And it turns out they get most of them It's almost all of them. It's almost all of Mm -hmm. them. I got to tell you right now, in my bag, in my golf bag, I brought home a coconut from the Bahamas, which is illegal. Really? Yeah. Did you declare the fruit on your thing? No. They asked me. You're admitting. You're breaking a... You're probably breaking 18 federal laws right now. I got to say something really cool, though. Um... I never experienced this before. It's my first time traveling internationally that the, the Bahamas uh, or sorry, the United States uh, border patrol actually has a setup in the Bahamas and you go through customs. Yeah. It's bef- a mess. It was clean. There was nobody in line. We just went right through. <clears throat> it's busy. Last time I was there, I had no idea. But when we got to Florida, we, we, you went through in Miami, we went through domestic. Yeah. We didn't have to fly into the international terminal and go through customs there, which huh. I thought was really cool. Huh. We went through customs before we got on the plane. They're like, did you, do you have any animals or fruit with you? And I was like, no. I, um, and it turns out I forgot. I forgot that I put a coconut in my golf bag. My computer just tried to install a software update in the middle of a, middle of a thing. Sorry. I forgot that I put it in there, but it, you didn't know. It was an honest mistake. It was an honest yeah. mistake. Okay. But thinking back on it, I remember at the airport, they x-rayed my golf bag and the lady just gave me the piece of paper. I, um, and as soon as I went through the x-ray machine and we got on the plane, we got on the plane. I was like, Oh shit. I totally forgot. I had a coconut in my golf bag. I can't go back to the border patrol agent. I'm already on the plane. While the, while the coconut is cool. I also in 2017 went through Nashville and Chicago and Singapore, LaGuardia (laughs) and Singapore and uh, Hong Kong and Kuwait and Abu Dhabi and uh, Bahrain and uh, with a with a uh, pocket knife in my backpack, my back, my carry on who found it. Ethiopia. It was Ethiopia. The airport at Ethiopia told me I had to throw my pocket knife away (laughs) after going through all of those airports. It was the weirdest thing. And they literally said, yeah, uh, we're dealing with these Hezbollah terrorists all over the place and we can't let people fly with knives. And I was like, this is tyrannical. (laughs) This is ridiculous. (laughs) Ethiopia. I've always thought that was really weird, but I, I don't know if you were allowed to fly with a with a four inch knife in your backpack You're not. in 2017. No, but all of those airports seem to be. I'm talking my carry on bag, mm-hmm. my backpack that I kept in between my legs. You can get it. You can put a knife time. on a check bag. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you can bring weapons in there, but no, mm-hmm. it was in my backpack and in the, in the little outside pocket. They were totally fine with it. So anyhow, that's how good the TSA is. <laughs> Just. Now, I'm not saying that your TSA agents are the top of the line. <laughs> they probably didn't score the highest. No, no, their, I don't think they're like... On uh, their ASVABs. They're, they're no Navy SEALs or anything right, like that. Right, you know? but still, <laughs> you know, those the, uh, government workers are just people. Mm-hmm. So just think about people in your life and be like, could that guy really find something? Probably not. Let me... Uh, I want to go out on the limb here with my crazy libertarian take that a lot that a lot of especially Republicans would disagree with, but I want to bring this idea up to you again. We have these rights not because the government gave them to us, but because we were born with them. That's what the founding fathers said. We're born with them, we're endowed by a creator with these inalienable rights, these natural rights, 
Now, our government set up a system where they recognize and protect these rights, or they're supposed to. But it doesn't mean that we... It actually says that in the Declaration of Independence to, to secure these rights, that it, governments are instituted. It doesn't mean that Among we... Among men, by the way. That we're the only human beings that have those rights. Our gov- our, in its founding, they said that all of the human beings have those rights. Now, we can't protect those rights for other people from their governments in other countries, uh, unless we want to bomb them in the democracy or something like that. But we can restrict our own government from (laughs) violating these rights. But should our government be able to violate the rights that they say human beings have of other people around the world simply because they're not American citizens? The answer is no. Because they've acknowledged that human beings have these rights. And so this is the slippery slope I'm talking about. We say, yeah, yeah, it's totally fine for, you know, spy on foreign people. That's uh, We want to make sure they're not doing bad stuff. And inevitably, that goes all the way down to being able to see what's inside of all of our cell phones, you know? And that starts with the government deciding that they're not going to recognize human beings' natural rights and us being okay with that. Mm-hmm. And then it comes all the way down to us right here. And so that's how we actually got here was a, was a slippery slope. I just wanted to yeah. leave you with that. I'm literally going to pee my pants. So I'm, uh, well, not literally because I'm going to go to the bathroom before oh, it happens. Yeah. Uh, but if um, I can give you like two minutes right now, I think I can go more than that. Oh, I'm sure you can. Yeah. Anyway, well, happy spying. Happy everyone. spying day, everyone. It's a national holiday. <laughs> yeah. Right. And they do I it think- right before they go on their, their, uh, their Christmas holiday break yeah. or whatever, you know, they, they're like, Oh, it's the semester's over. <laughs> they just toss a grenade and run out the door. Like that's what they do. Are they on Christmas break now? Yeah. They're leaving. They just had to, they had to get this mm. through before they go on break. Mm. Had to. Well, <sighs> Merry Christmas, everyone Pre- <clears throat> presents from your American government, you know, and when, <laughs> when will it be enough? You know, do you think we can have an Argentina moment in the United States? Do you think we could get the people to vote eventually when we're in the same situation that Argentina's in. Mm. Yeah, I think we can. Uh, but I, I don't think that it will happen until that point. Mm. I think that we'll always think that we're somehow going to prevent that from happening. And the people, not us, but most people, the 97% of people who aren't going to vote libertarian this year, like the 99% of people that aren't going to vote libertarian. Sorry, LP, if anyone's listening, (laughs) I'm just not seeing the enthusiasm, you know, to get up uh, over that 1% this year, but we'll yeah. see. Um, I uh, I don't think it's going to happen because they they just think that as long as their guy gets in power or their girl gets in power, whoever, that they can stop it from happening. So I think that we'll have to get to the point that Argentina's in to actually have a libertarian populist come out. And even if they're not principally libertarian people, to get most of the people to go along with the message, it'll have to get to that point. So you're th- saying hyperinflation? Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll have to get pretty bad. Okay. I'm not saying it's going to get to that point. I'm not trying to doomsday or anything, but I think that's what it takes for people to actually wake up and realize Well, you know what they say, Nate. Change. You know what they say? Misery loves company. Yeah. Yeah. So you and your misery trying to get people to join mm-hmm. you so you're not alone in your hellish hole that you live in. I've got a lot more rosier view than a lot of libertarians do. You know, sure. I still have hope. Yeah. Somewhere. I can't find it, but I know I've got it. I left it somewhere. All right. If you guys have no hope like Nate and me, 
then you should continue listening. Or don't. I don't care. Either way. I don't know if Nate cared while I was gone. I did care the whole time you were gone. Wow. Yeah. Of course you did. I did. And we, and we gained 500 new listeners while you were gone. So... Is that because... Technically. Is that because you had hope or because I was gone? Um... We'll never know. The data will we'll never, never know. We don't have that kind of detailed data. We don't, but we can ask the government no. for it. Mm-hmm. They'll probably tell us. I like how you're just really exploring I'm, the space with the I mic today. You're going all over. All over the place. <laughs> and it's here with me. And that's because I have this old but new boom arm. Mm-hmm. It's way better than yours. It is way better. And it floats with me. Mine has springs on it. Move it around. Yeah, keep up that's with good. me, camera. I got the road boom. All right, sign up for the Fed Haters Club. Join gmail.com or go to goodmorningliberty.us, goodmorningliberty.us. You can find the merch store. You can find everything that you need on that website. Or go to godhatesfeds.com because he does, especially after passing this. I heard from God this morning, and he said, whoa, what a terrible bill. <laughs> He's very upset about it. I hate Oh, in my, in my post, which it doesn't work out well for the post, but I did the FISA 702 promo code 20% off those 1984 shirts and uh, I tagged the FBI and at the, uh, the NSA doesn't allow you to do it, but I did put godhatesfeds.com and I tagged the FBI and it, and um, I hope they see it. I hope I really they do, do too. Yeah. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll excess. Yeah. Anyway, do all those things or don't, I don't care. Share the show or not. I don't care. Nate does. Surely Nate, you do. Nate seems to care a lot. Surely you do. Um, do all those things or don't. If you do, we'll be back again tomorrow. Tomorrow's dumb bleep of the week. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow's Friday. Bleep of the week. Until then, I hope you have a good day and a good morning, Liberty. How do you feel? I gotta pay. <laughs> I believe he said he had to go pee. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>